Hello and welcome to the Simone Intuitive Podcast, where we dive deep into spiritual wellness and intuitive development. I am your host, Simone, and I have worked as a professional psychic medium, Reiki master, and spiritual life coach for over 13 years. You can find me at www.simoneintuitive.com on my Etsy store where I give readings, Simone Intuitive, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I hope y'all have had a great week. I was writing in my gratitude journal this morning, which is um, a newer practice of mine, and I really enjoy it so far. In prior times, I have just kind of jotted down in my daily planner that I use what I'm grateful for, but one of my 2021 goals was to be a little bit more intentional and mindful in the way that I express gratitude. So I converted to a whole gratitude journal, and that has become my morning practice that I really, really find myself looking forward to and enjoying. And it's been kind of fun to look back and see what I'm grateful for. I seem to always be grateful for good sleep and coffee when I wake up. <laughs> but today I was writing in the journal and I was found myself writing about, oh, it's Sunday, I have to record my podcast. And I was so grateful for the opportunity that I have to have a podcast and to have listeners. And I'm so grateful for everyone who listens. There is so much out there vying for our attention and trying to grab our attention. So I'm just really grateful and excited that you choose to spend some of your time with me learning about intuition, development, chakras, everything we've gone over. I'm just really, really, really grateful for that. So as a child, I loved the Addams Family show, the original show, also the movies that came out in the 90s. I loved anything centered around Halloween, magic, or the eccentric. I was reading about the actor who played Gomez John Aston in the original television series in the 60s and came across a powerful quote that he shared regarding intuition. He said, there are things so deep and complex that only intuition can reach it in our stage of development as human beings. That quote really resonated with me And it also really inspired this podcast in a way that, wow, I should really set the foundation for intuition and what it is and where it comes from and some tips on developing it. So that's what I'm going to talk through today, what intuition is, and then share a few tips on developing intuition. And y'all know that I am huge on meditation. I will probably mention meditation in almost every single podcast. But with this one, I tried to brainstorm some different and more creative ways for you to access your intuition. Obviously, meditation will help, but I also wanted to brainstorm some other ways to help. So during my readings with clients, a frequently asked question is, how can I develop my intuition? Which is a great question and difficult for me to answer because I... 
in my journey have been really blessed that intuition has always been my strongest gift. And I've been really lucky that it's not a gift that I ever had to cultivate. So that can be a really difficult question for me to answer because I myself have not gone through the process. So I've been trying to learn more about how one can cultivate and develop their intuition. Intuition is so esoteric and it's not quantifiable. So it is really difficult to discern how to begin, cultivate, and grow your intuition. But here we are, we're gonna have the conversation and we're gonna try. We're gonna try a working definition. We're gonna share some tips and tricks on how to develop the intuition and try to answer some questions about intuition. So I am also asked, what is intuition? And for me, my working definition is that intuition is accessing information through means outside of our traditional logical mode. As human beings, we tend to access information through logical mode. Intuition is a non-logical mode of accessing information. I keep my working definition broad because there's so many ways people access the information. Intuition is highly individualistic. I think people have a preconceived notion of what intuition is or is not, and then they box themselves, thinking they will never be intuitive because they're basing it on what they see. And oftentimes what people see in intuition, to be blunt, is someone like me who does it as their life vocation and profession. And they think, if I don't do it that way, then I must be doing it wrong. And that is absolutely not the case. The reality is, it is so highly individualistic, and we all need to honor that. And remind ourselves that our intuition is unique to us and manifests in different ways. And none of this means you are less intuitive. Another question is, what are the benefits of intuition? It seems hard to trust or cultivate intuition. There are many benefits and I will list a few. Helping you problem solve through your life, helping others problem solve in their life, strengthening your inner voice and strengthening your voice with others, expanding your relationship with the divine, self-confidence, better insight into others, strengthening your relationships, mindfulness, and it helps us with a greater balance of objectivity. Another frequently asked question, where does intuition come from? That, <laughs> that is an excellent question that I don't think we will ever have the answer to formally, officially. I will tell you my sense is that it comes from the divine, broadly speaking. This can manifest as God, um, your guides, angels, passed on loved ones, things like that. It can be as specific as you 
believe that the information comes to you through a very specific person who has passed on before. For me myself, it's very broad. It's very, it's just extremely broad. And I don't think about the where does it come from so much. It's just something I happen to do. So I don't question where it comes from. So that's always been a great question that clients will ask that I never have a great answer for because we don't really know. But my sense is, broadly speaking, comes from the divine. With that, I do want to uplift that your intuition is a safe zone. It can seem kind of unknown, unpredictable, and scary, but it truly is a safe zone. Intuition does not come from anything evil or bad. I believe that we live in a benevolent universe, and the more you connect with yourself, your intuition, and positive energies, it will diminish those fear-based emotions and feelings about where it comes from because you will just trust yourself more. Another question I get asked, what is your favorite benefit of your intuition? And I love this question. It shifts for me sometimes. What I love most about the benefit is my ability to help others, my ability to help uplift others give insight and clarity in a positive way. That is the most enriching part of my life, is the work that I do. On a broader level, I also love the balance for greater objectivity. That helps me maintain the bigger picture for myself and my clients and seeing the higher purpose and the higher perspective. That is my favorite benefit. So, since we have laid some groundwork on the how, what, where, as esoteric as intuition is, we have laid a framework. So now I'll go through a couple tips on developing intuition. And I also want to uplift that this is a pretty broad topic. So I decided to make this part one. There will be a part two, probably a part three, part four, because this could go on and on and on because it is such a broad esoteric topic, but it is also such an important topic for our growth as a human being. So that being said, tip one for developing intuition, brain dumping. If you're unfamiliar with brain dumping, I will introduce it to you because it is one of my favorite activities. It is setting aside time to think through things and write them down. Not, it doesn't have to be in a coherent way. It can be any way you choose, but literally just dumping your brain and what's on your brain. So for this, I would recommend brain dumping experiences you had where you know intuition played a role or experience that you suspect intuition may have played a role. Make a list, brain dump it. Once you've done that, read it and see if you can see the benefit it had in your life at that time or what the impact was, if it was positive or negative, if you chose to listen to your intuition or not. Just write it all down. I, I would say most people on average can brain dump at least five to 10 situations 
where they know or suspect their intuition played a role in their decision making or their insights on another person. So go ahead and brain dump that. And that should serve as some validation for you that you are a very naturally intuitive person. Tip two, maintain an intuition log or journal. I am a big fan of the iPhone notes. I I would be mortified <laughs> if someone went through my iPhone notes because it is a list of just the most random things. Sometimes it's a grocery list. Sometimes it's a dream journal. It just is kind of a brain dump of anything going on in my head at that time. Ideas for podcasts. So if anybody ever went through it, it would probably not make a lot of sense to them. But I love it for the ease, the access. You just jot it down and you're done with it. So if you have something like that on your phone, I would recommend using that just so you always have access because let's be honest, we always have our phones on our person. So anytime you feel anything intuitive or if you have a feeling about something or somebody, and for me this kind of feels like I'll be just you know, for example, in my kitchen making something to eat and then I'll think of somebody that I have not thought of in a long time and sometimes there'll be more information connected to that and sometimes not. So I'll usually jot that person's name down in my iPhone notes and just see what comes up. And oftentimes, as you all probably have experienced this as well, something does come up with that person. So keep a bit of a log. Some people might prefer to physically write things down but it'll be good for you at the end of the week or at the end of the month to check in and see what you can validate and see what is going to unfold in the future. I think this little practice will help you validate your intuition and also help you keep track and help you build your confidence. Tip three, practice reading somebody else. If you have someone else that is also more spiritually intuitive inclined, this would be a great practice to do with this person. But first and foremost, get their consent that it's okay for you to read them. I think consent is very important in a reading. Once you have their consent, find yourself in a comfortable position and put that person in your mind's eye and try to step into their body and feel what comes up. You may feel body issues or energy issues or you might get a f- image of something or colors. Anything you feel or see, try to remember and jot it down and share it with that person and ask them, does any of this resonate with you? So for me, if somebody is going to read me and kind of go inside my body If they're an intuitive person, they're usually able to say, gosh, you have some joint pains all over. And I'll say, yes, I have an autoimmune disease. So yes, there's lots of joint pain. So that's usually something they would feel, for example. So that would be a good practice to help you read someone else. And it can be as simple as, I felt a lot of pink energy. And then that person might share, well, I've always been told I have a pink aura. So I think that's a good practice in trusting your intuition but also reading someone else and you can do this with so many friends and just see what they say see what resonates see what comes up 
Tip four. This is more around playing around with imagery and interpretation. Because like I shared with the prior tip, sometimes you might just get the color pink and you have no idea what that relates to or what it really means. That's why it's important to share with people what you see and feel so they can validate it or maybe they don't know what it means and it might unfold for everyone later. But it's important to also work on interpreting the images. So with this practice, once again, think of something you would like to know the answer to or more information about. Relax, breathe deeply, and picture yourself entering a library. You can craft the imagery of the library to be whatever you want. For me, I like to envision the library in Beauty and the Beast. The animated version, that is a really awesome library. Who would not like that library? So that's what I choose to imagine when I do this practice. But let your intuition guide you through the aisles, through the shelves, looking for a book. Once your intuition says, pick this one, pick up the book, open it, and see what images or words or any messages might be in the book. After the exercise, write down what you see. Again, the tough part of intuition is sometimes interpreting the information. That is why this exercise can be a helpful practice because you can jot down what you see and then sit with it. See if it resonates, see if it's connected to anything. If not, then Google can be your best friend and you can look up things on Google. That's what I do after dreams sometimes. I will share a dream I recently had. So I was raised on a farm and have always owned horses. Horses are such deeply empathic creatures. I could talk all day about them. But I had a dream I was in a pasture with a mare and a foal and I was feeding them cherries and it was a beautiful dream like sunlight fresh air trees beautiful but the cherry part really confused me (laughs) because you would not feed a horse cherries because of the pits right they could choke on it so I didn't know what that meant and I stewed on it for a couple days. Like, what does that mean to me? Like, what does that mean? I'm feeding it to the horse. And so I Googled, what does cherries in a dream mean? And it shared that it's a symbol of prosperity. And cherry is a symbol of blooming and promise and joy, pleasure and success. So it also means that you're a kind person. And so I thought, okay, cool, that's the image of the cherries, but what does it mean to feed it to the horse? And I am still sussing out what that means, um, but that goes to show that sometimes you're given information and it can be hard to discern or interpret what it actually means. So sometimes writing it down, Googling it, and sitting with it can be the best thing. And just trusting that there is a message there for you in the information, you just have to figure out the best way to interpret it.
and then apply it into your life. So that is all that I have for today. This will be part one. I wanted to lay the foundation and share these beginner exercises. And next time, I'll focus more on cultivating and more on growth and more advanced intuition tips and exercises. Again, I'm so grateful that you choose to spend a little bit of your time with me. And I hope you all have a fabulous week. Again, you can find me at www.simoneintuitive.com on my Etsy store, Simone Intuitive, as well as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Simone Intuitive. And I am so open and happy to receive any and all feedback you receive. If you feel comfortable leaving a review, I would love that. But any information you would like to learn more about, I'm open. I am so open to teaching anything. This has been so exciting and such a great opportunity. So thank you again, and I hope you all have a fabulous week. And happy Easter to everyone out there. My goodness, it's been it's been a strange year, and we're kind of having a strange Easter this year as well with COVID. But I'm very hopeful that we will have a, quote, normal Easter next year. So take care, everyone. Goodbye.